This is Roberta Som with The Venus Factor, and I have Monica on the line. Are you there, Monica? Yeah, hi. How you doing today? Doing well. It's been a good day up to now. <laughs> so how did you feel about um, winning the contest or placing? Uh, I, was, I was stoked. <laughs> I was surprised, actually. <laughs> Yeah, um, most people are actually really, really surprised. So, um, yeah, so, um, well, anyway, so the first question I usually ask is, um, how did you find Venus? Yeah, so I found Venus through, I had like an email subscription to somebody who did like smoothies and stuff like that. (laughs) It was like two years ago or something. And Mm -hmm. they had a link to Venus or something like that and so I went to it and when I saw some of the testimonials and stuff like that I was like well maybe maybe I can try this and see if it works <laughs> right 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 so uh so you saw you saw some customer meals is that what you said uh no I saw some uh like customer Reviews or like how testimonials, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and what's what's neat about it is those are like real people, right? So a lot lot of times people people are like, oh, you know, is that real or those real people? Is it you know because it's there's so much out there that's like you know uh, suspicious or whatever, and Mm -hmm. uh, those are all like real people that are in the community and stuff like that. So. did you use the Venus community? I did. That was In, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I um I especially liked how I guess like you know sometimes you feel like your experience that you're probably the only one and this is probably weird that I'm experiencing this or something and then going on there and just seeing lots of other women experiencing it too and being like oh the struggle isn't just me like it's not like I have something wrong with me or something like this is something normal that was really helpful right 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 oh I know it um that's so valuable for everyone because everyone just feels so alone with whatever it is and Mm -hmm. um you feel like you're the only one or there's something mm-hmm. wrong with you, and really, we all kind of experience all the same stuff, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so how much? Oh, okay. So, how much did you change according to when you start actually started being? It's not just the contest, because I know the contest is just, you know, that's just like a 12-week window. That's like so small compared to the whole story. So, tell a little about about your story. Yeah. Um, Wow, like so much has changed in all senses. Um, So, like, when I was younger, I struggled with my weight and stuff like that. And when I turned out, so I'm originally from Costa Rica, and when I moved to the U.S. when I was 15, and at that point I, like, really got to be involved a lot more with some fitness stuff. And, like, I've always been athletic. I played soccer a whole lot and, like, stuff like that, but getting more into actual, like, fitness and things like that and seeing, like, oh, wow, I can exercise and start to get stronger, but it was still, and I lost some body fat, um, like, when I was a teenager, 
But I kept on, it was the, the yo-yoing, you know, like I would do something that would help me drop some weight. And then if I stopped it or just went back to what I was used to doing, I would just gain it all back. And right. so that was really frustrating. Um, so I literally, since I was like 15, have tried like everything available. <laughs> um, right. And so like even, you know, being vegetarian and then vegan and paleo and like all of those things. And it was like they weren't like as natural um, I always felt like I was missing out, and so it would cause me to overeat. And I ha- also have, like, a lot of different emotional, obviously, like we all do, emotional junk connected to how I kind of almost felt like I was meant to look <laughs> and how mm-hmm. I actually was looking. And just that frustration of, like, almost feeling a despair of, like, I don't know if I'll ever get there, you know? Right. And right. So, so you, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask you, how, uh, do you still feel that way a little bit? Uh, no. Oh, okay, good. Good. Yeah. Okay, go like, ahead. I want you to finish your story, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, right before I had... I found Venus. I had tried this one type way of eating where it was like you had to eat every three hours and it was like one day you ate certain things and then then like two days later you were eating completely different things and it was so complicated and it was Mm. so much food and it was like it was just so much. And I it was like a 28-day thing. So I tried it out, you know. And it was actually, I actually gained weight on it because it was too much food for me. I'm not a, I'm, a, I'm only like 5'1", almost 5'2", so it's like, <laughs> I don't know, I guess they made it for some, for taller people or something. But right when I finished that, I came across the Venus thing. And when I saw that you could just listen to your body more and there weren't these like crazy strict rules and you kind of had to troubleshoot and figure things out on your own. I really liked that about Venus. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing it. I hated counting calories at the beginning, but it was, it was something that I very quickly realized was what I needed to do. And so What I did was I used to have this, like, perfectionist mindset with it, and so it was like an all-or-nothing sort of thing. And when I was like, you know what, I'm just going just gonna to log, and it doesn't matter. For me, a big thing has been, like, just, like, seeing and accepting reality. You know, mm-hmm. like, whatever I ate that day, like, that's reality. So... If I don't want reality to be that way, I need to change it. And I actually wow. have a choice to do that. That's that's pretty neat. That's a pretty neat way to look at it. Yeah, it was so helpful when I started seeing it that way. 
And so then if I had a really high calorie day, it was just like, nope, just log it because this is reality. And if you don't like it, then tomorrow you can change it. <laughs> and exactly. so, so that, yeah, so that mentality has like really, really helped. And for me, I would say those two things, the calorie counting, which is like just, I mean, really, even two years ago, even maybe a year ago, I'd be like, oh, this is horrible. But uh, and now I'm, I actually appreciate it. So the calorie counting and knowing the maintenance calories. That was huge for me with Venus. Right. I, that's actually the most important number. Yeah. Um, people, people don't realize that it, they, they seem to focus on the, the 1,000, and that's actually not the most important number because that doesn't work for everyone. You have to kind of figure mm-hmm. it out. And so um, uh, so the maintenance number is what you get to keep with you for the rest of your life. And, right. and that's really what matters because all you have to do is eat under that anytime you want to lose fat and not go over it. And if you mm-hmm. pretty much very keep it to keep that line, then you can maintain. And and so maintaining's the hard part. See, we all learn mm-hmm. how to lose weight on the yo yo diets, right? All the right. crazy stuff and all the crazy rules and it just is not sustainable. And then mm-hmm. um the trick is learning how to maintain once you lose it. Because we all we all can figure out how to lose it. And we've all pretty much done it at one right. point or another. And then, um, but what's neat too is, like, didn't you notice, like, before with all the other crazy diets and stuff, it's like, it's, it was always like a mystery, like, wow, I lost weight, you know, and you didn't really know why. It's right. like, and really, the reason why wasn't because of the crazy rules or anything like that. It was the amount of food. Whatever they did, right. whatever yeah. you did, you, it, it was just like, it was like, it was almost like it was just luck because you didn't really know. And this mm-hmm. teaches you, and by by looking at your food intake, it's like, oh, these are the facts right here. This is reality. Just like yes. you said, this is reality. And so I love what you said there about, um, hey, this is reality. Uh, if I want to fix it, I, you know, this is what I got to do to fix it. And there's, there's like, there's nowhere else to go. It's just it, right? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and and there was even, like, I had to go through a little – emotional process of like even just accepting the reality of my maintenance calories it was like so my maintenance calories are around 1600 and there was like a oh really like just that (laughs) you know and I had to just again come to accept reality and be like look I'm not a I'm not a big person like I appreciate you've said it you know your kid size so but you're right. not a growing right. child, so you don't need all the calories. I know. And it's, oh. it's like just accepting that, and then being, and then like, and like enjoying it. Then being like, well, I like being small. You know, there's benefits to this. So how about I like? This is the body that I have, and this is the size that I am. So um, let's make the most of it. You know. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love what you said about that because um, it's so true. And I'm in the same boat as you. I'm I'm like five foot nothing. So yeah, um, it feels so unfair sometimes because really our yeah. our margin of error when we're smaller is actually less than someone mm-hmm. taller. Not that it, we all struggle. I mean, it's hard for everyone, but we actually right. have less less of a margin 
and so, in fact, I was just talking to a friend of mine at the sheriff's department who's really, really tall and athletic and does CrossFit, and she's she's mm-hmm. amazing. She's a sergeant at our sheriff's department, and she just now said she's getting she's never had to like log her food or do anything like that, and she's just now having to do that because she's she's getting more into comp- competing with her CrossFit mm-hmm. stuff, and she needs to be more precise. And, and she she said she got a macro coach, which, you know, I think is really good for her. And, yeah. um, and so she's like, you know, they had me look at my food, and, and I'm eating, like, she eats kind of a paleo style, and she needs mm-hmm. she needs some carbs. She just wasn't eating carbs. And she got away with not really logging because she's so tall. I mean, she's like, right. she's, I think she's over six foot tall. I think she's like Whoa. six foot one or something or even taller. Whoa. Yeah, and uh, used to play on a basketball team, and wow. um, like a semi-professional uh, basketball team. Anyway, you know, and this just we just had this conversation the other night, and she is just now having to start looking at it. But she got she for years and years. I mean, she didn't have to look at anything like you and I do. And a lot yeah. of actually taller women that, that she never really gained a lot of weight. She's just becoming more precise. And it's right. more of a science because of the level she's at, the elite level that she's at. But even taller women, when they want to lose weight, we all have to like look at that. We have to we have to see the reality, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I have a and friend accept, of mine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And accept we're accept who we are, and accept where we're at, and accept things about our body, just like you, like you did, and and then and then enjoy it. Right. Right. Yeah. It was funny because in the, so I went back and forth, like I would do, I would do really well at counting calories and being a deficit and whatever for a couple of weeks in a row. And then it was like, it felt almost like it was too much pressure and then I would just Mm. stop and then I would go Mm. back and then, and so I would, I would, I maintained for the most part. So that was good. Like I didn't, I didn't gain what I had lost um, with Venus, but um, for the competition, that's what really, I was like, it's 12 weeks, be as, like, consistent as possible, and, Mm -hmm. but don't push too hard, because at the beginning, well, I kind of pendulum swung from that other thing that was, like, forcing me to eat so much, that I was like, oh, I don't have to eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like enjoyed that for a little bit. And then, um, and then I, but I was like so driven to get to my goals that um, I was pushing too hard. And then I was mm. doing the like binging and then having to come back and then the emotions that come with all of that. And mm. so... As as I've been doing this, it's been just one of those things of like just build consistency and have it almost be an automatic thing instead mm-hmm. of like something that I'm having to hardcore focus on. Not that I'm not focusing it focusing on it, but I used to have it was almost slightly obsessive. Like I need to make sure I'm really low and I'm exercising and I'm doing all of these things. But it would just burn me out and then backfire. Right. So right. With right. the competition, I was like, you know what? I have appreciated what you've said. Like, as long as you're in deficit, it still counts, you know. And so I kind of went in 
the competition with that mindset of like, this is only a little window. You're going to keep pushing forward after this, but use this to like help you to build consistency. And so it was funny because it was maybe eight weeks in or something. I came like running to my husband and she was like working and I was like, I'm going, I'm about to tell you something that you're like almost not going to believe is coming out of my mouth. (laughs) And I said, I love calorie counting. And he looked at me like, what? (laughs) And I said, this is why. (laughs) I said, I really love peanut butter. And so I was like, I just had a snack of 300 calories of peanut butter with some chocolate chips. And it was great. And it fits into my deficit. And it's delicious. And I can do it. (laughs) Oh, that is. And that, yeah. yeah, it's been freeing to be able to, enjoy foods that I like I never used to have peanut butter in my house because I would always overeat it because it was always a no-no food but Mm -hmm. now I just budget it in and I can enjoy it I don't need to eat the whole tub of it of it (laughs) but I can I can have a couple tablespoons and just count it into my calories you know right 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 um yeah, that is such a good point because it's like, well, it gives you that reality because it's like, it, you know, it's okay to have it and then just enter it right away and then figure out what you can do to adjust it to solve the problem right. um, or save the day or, or whatever it is because mm. it's like before when we didn't have the awareness, we felt doomed by it and we'd just keep eating, right? Yeah. It's like, right. all right, might as well eat the whole tub. I already already blew it. I, I ruined everything by eating the peanut butter that was wrong. And I'm not supposed to eat the whole thing now. And it's like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. And the reality, it's like if you if you actually enter your food and you see it and it's right there in front of you, it's like, well, there it is. It's real. Yeah. Let's just, right. let's just deal with it, right? Yeah, right. And I feel like more often it's not as bad as I used to think it was. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I had cream cheese or something, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's like so bad. But, you know, uh, I think it's like an ounce is 100 calories or something, if I remember correctly. And so that's, that's a substantial amount of, <laughs> of cream cheese, you know. And right. it, used to, it used to be that mentality of just having these, like some foods have this like evil connotation to them. And once I just, I can just choose, well, do I want peanut butter or do I want cream cheese? Do I want all of it? Probably not. I can just have like a teaspoon and that's enough. And that's mm-hmm. way not bad with the calories, you know? And so just just having the ability to choose and to make the decisions that I want to make um, with my food and how much I want to eat of it, it has been uh, like so freeing. It is. It's very. It's very empowering. Yeah. It's very empowering to have the reality of the food and to and to just. It's not a mystery anymore. Like, oh, that's. Right. I think the biggest thing about all the other diets is there. It was always such a mystery, and now it just takes the mystery out of it. It's like, oh wow, this is just. You know, there's no more mystery anymore, and you can take that with you for the rest of your life, and you're building yeah. habits to where it's like not this big ordeal anymore. At first it can feel like a big ordeal. And you can mm-hmm. get to the point where you 
you don't have to log everything every day. You can just you can write down some meals that you like, and then just know what the values are. Keep a little notebook, and then right. just refer back to it. And then you don't have to log everything all the time. You get, whenever you need to get like on track or lose a little bit or tighten up a little bit, you can you, you know make a little notebook with some meal plans, and then just have some choices. Well, I can have these out of these five things. I can have this for breakfast, this for lunch, this for dinner, or snack, or whatever. And right. You can stay on track that way, and it doesn't have to be this, this you know, because it can be a pain, I know, to get on uh, a tool and, and log all your food. It, it can be a pain. I know I do it all the time, but it's mainly because, it's for me, it's kind of my job now. I, I have right. people relying on me, and they want to see it. They want to see the motivation, and they want to see me on there all day, and they like seeing my... Uh, my little picker come up, you know, mm-hmm. a thousand in however many days or whatever it's getting to now, right. like sixteen hundred yeah. or something. And they they actually want that, and so it's actually kind of my job to do it. But I, I at the same time, I see what a pain it is. If someone right. doesn't have the same motivation to log it all the time, it's like well, you don't have to. You only need to do it long enough to learn what reality mm-hmm. is. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, there's some days where I, I may log it after I ate it, but before I chose what I was going to eat, I was aware of how many calories I was eating. And so when I log it, it's not like sudden it's a surprise, like, oh, my gosh, I ate that much. I I knew what I was doing already because of creating those patterns. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, speaking of empowering, how did you – what workouts did you use? And now those are empowering too, right? Yeah. So I'm a fitness instructor. Mm -hmm. So I teach a bunch of classes. Um, I teach about 10 classes a week or so, and they range from – like cardio conditioning that sports inspired high impact sort of class to cycling to Tabata to one that has like cardio and weight training and to yoga you know so a bunch of I have I teach a range of classes um but I also I hadn't been doing as much weight lifting in it so I did the Venus workout and that was Awesome. So you did the so first tried, workout, the yeah. very first, and that is that the only Venus workout you have? Just that um, one week. No, I have a bunch of them. I've done that one, and I've done phase two. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The final yeah. phase. Yeah, yeah. Oh, final phase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done that one also. I haven't finished that one, mm-hmm. but I've done a good bit of it, and I. It was crazy because my whole life I've done more cardio and just lifting heavy weights and seeing how my body would respond. And it was like there were some weeks if I was eating enough protein and like recovering well, I could increase my weight the next week almost. And that was so exciting to be like, whoa, my body's getting stronger and it's like adapting. And um, it was cool to really be able to just get in and just lift. And right. it, I, I loved it. 
That's neat. Yeah, and it well, it changes. Like I'm sure you found that it changes changes how you do your other things too. Like it 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 actually gives you endurance for some of those other things. Oh yeah. And then and then even everything you do in your life, just like I don't know, moving furniture or going to the hardware mm-hmm. store, or just there's so many things you do in your life, and you're like, wow, I I actually feel really good. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? It's like whoa, in the past I wouldn't have been able to do this, but I can now, and this is really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, it's neat hearing your story because you, you actually kind of know, um, you know, a lot more than probably the average person on, about exercise, and you, you learn something neat, and, how, and you can incorporate mm-hmm. that into everything else that you do, right? I bet you're better right. at helping your clients and things like that, Oh, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in so many ways. Look at look at all you learn that's so valuable for you for what you do for your profession. Um, oh yeah. Between between nutrition and then adding in life, uh, weightlifting, that's like that's huge for you. Yeah, it is for what you do. It is, and and I just recently got certified to be a personal trainer, and so I'm really excited to be able to take what I've learned through this experience and and share it with my clients and just be like, I know, <laughs> I've experienced this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know I, I, I can identify with you going through mm-hmm. what you're going through right now. Right. Now, as far as, um, as, far as weight, uh, what was your biggest weight and, and what was your lowest weight as far as uh, just for fat loss part of it? Oh, yeah. Um, well, so that's interesting. When I first started Venus, I was around 120, I think around 125, 127 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am currently at around, I think it's like 118. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting because I mean, the whole thing of, like, don't really believe in the scale. <laughs> um, right, right, right. Literally, for the last year and I think maybe year and a half, yeah, mm-hmm. I've been the exact same weight, but my inches keep dropping. Ah, uh, yeah. So now, that's this is been, a... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, that's been really fascinating for me to see like having the actual measurements and having to focus more on the measurements than on um, my weight has been so important and so helpful because in the past like I would say I know for a fact that in the past I had lost inches and not weight but I was just so focused on what the scale said that I didn't believe what like my clothes were telling me. And so I would then get super, like, in despair about me not losing any, like, pounds on the scale. And so I would just stop what I was doing, and I would gain all the weight back up. And so having the focus of um, measurements, oh, my goodness. If I didn't have the measurements, I probably wouldn't have stayed stuck with the Venus stuff because – it would have been if it if the scale was the only measurement, I would have been super um 
disappointed because it hasn't changed for like a year and a half. <laughs> right. Right. Now, did you ever get uh, more overweight than, okay, so it sounds like maybe 130 would have been the biggest weight you've ever been. Have yeah. you ever, so you've never been bigger than that? Uh, no. Okay. And that's so, because of all the craziness that I've done. <laughs> right, right, right. No, and that that's okay. Now, this is a good point, and the reason why I bring it up, because a lot of women listening have way more weight, and they're going to look at this and go, you know, hey, that, you know, that she, you know, that's like nothing, and that's not true, because everybody eventually, when they, even when they have like 100 pounds to lose or more, they eventually get to the point where you're at, where you're into mm-hmm. what everyone calls the last 10 pounds or the last 15 pounds. Everyone mm-hmm. reaches that point. Everyone has to struggle if they want to achieve that last bit of just fitness or whatever, you know, more of an elite goal, which not everybody mm-hmm. has that. Some people will get to where, you know, they weigh, you know, like at your height and have that weight, and they're just like that's perfectly healthy, um, right. and that's that's what they want. But a lot of people, a lot of women want more. They want right. more, and they want to uh, achieve a little bit, better level of fitness, not necessarily a fitness competitor, but, you know, a different level. And they're going to have to struggle with the same thing you did. And that's where you, the scale is is really a useless tool. It's, it really doesn't even help you at all. Because you're in that range, like you got yourself, in, you were just outside of what the Venus ideal range was. When you, when you did the calculator, you had that range, right? Right. Um, you right. were outside of that when you started Venus. You were above it, mm-hmm. and then you got yourself yeah. into it, uh, in inside the range. And then you have your measurements. Your measurements are much more important in your in your clothes sizes. And right. so it's really important for people that are listening to the story and to hear your story to realize that at some point, everyone, it, even though it's hard to imagine that you would ever be at the point where you are and what you had to struggle with. Everyone mm-hmm. eventually reaches that point, and if you haven't yet, you can't, because many of the women have reached the point right. where you, including myself, and then you're str- you have a different struggle, and it's no longer looking at the trend on the scale. It's doing what you just did, what you just did. I really appreciate your support. Because yeah, of that. thanks. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because it's always it's yeah. I've I've most of most of my life I've been um, in the, I mean, I've been in that healthy range, you know, but I've always leaned towards the higher end. And I have wanted to be at more of an elite sort of look. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. But, but all of the things that I tried, like, just didn't get me there. And when you asked earlier, when I said earlier, like, there was this despair almost of, like, I don't think I'm ever going to reach my goal, um, now I'm like, no, I know I can. It's going to take some time and it's going to take work and, and consistency and effort. But from where I was to where I am now, I know I just need to keep doing what I'm doing and I'll get there. Right. you got to trust the process and don't trust the scale anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> The the food scale is more important than the body weight scale, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Always.
always, always. It's almost like the food scales, like your uh, your life raft, and, and your maintenance yeah. number, and your maintenance yeah. number. Yeah. Those are the two. Right. Those are the two things you focus on, and then everything else is just work. You know, just yeah. you know, um, lifting weights. And um, I, I would highly recommend doing the um, the final phase a lot uh, if you want yeah. to build muscle. Um, and then um, and then once you go through it a full time, you can just pick and choose any day you want. Um, like I don't I don't ever do the pyramids like straight through anymore. I, yeah. it, it can be a lot of um you get really sore and yeah. so I like I like to do like a pyramid day and then go back to an intermittent superset and then mm. do a pyramid you know what I mean? Sort of just change it up according to how I feel and if I'm really, really sore I'll just pick a intermittent superset and then and then do a pyramid, but I, I hardly ever do the pyramids yeah. anymore because I'm like I'm really maintaining. But for other people that want to build, um, you can you can actually just mix and match, and you can even go back to the first uh, workout and you can mix and match all of them. Like you can just yeah. shuffle them up like a deck of cards and do you kind of, you can kind of flip through them and go, well, this is the one I feel like doing today, and just as long as you keep rolling with it and working out more days a week than than not, then you'll build. Yeah, yeah, totally. One thing that I started doing recently too is rock climbing. <laughs> oh, neat, neat. Uh, yeah, and that's really interesting in building strength because um, it's a different type of strength. But man, it is. I am so sore often um, because <laughs> of it because it's like you're. It's a, it's a almost more isometric in certain ways because of doing small movements but in a really controlled manner and so that's been very interesting for me to like incorporate on top of the other things and right. it's 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 also defining my muscles obviously especially my upper body um in some cool ways like I'm getting a lot stronger in my upper body because of climbing as well and it's cool to have it all mixed together with the strengths and then the cardio classes that I do, and then the climbing as well. Yeah, yeah, the whole the whole mix of it's really neat because the the weightlifting will help you with the climbing, and then oh, the yeah. climbing will help you just build a different type of strength, and and then the cardio and everything else you do, it's just it all works in synergy, and it it um, mm-hmm. makes you makes you really healthy and strong and empowered. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, wow, that's really neat. So now, you, sounds like you still have some work to do on your goals as far as your physique. Yeah. So what's I what's do. your what's your goals now going forward? Um, I would I would like to lose some more body fat to get to. I, get to the more elite physique. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I haven't stopped from since the contest, you know, I just kept going and I was like, let's do another 12 weeks and I'll take another picture in 12 weeks and see where I'm at and just kind of continue. Um, So, so, I mean, that's mainly Mainly my focus is that and, like, continuing to build strength and 
tone, although I feel like my muscles are probably pretty toned because of everything I do, but I have, like, the slight layer of body fat over my muscles, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm, like, trying to work on both. Right, right, and you can. You can work on both. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so um, it's neat because what you said was you just continued on. So what you found is you've, you've applied all the tools for Venus in a sustainable manner, but you mm-hmm. didn't get burned out and you can actually keep doing it. Exactly. And not until the contest did that actually happen, where I figured out the balance between all of it enough that I would be at enough of a deficit but not a really intense one especially because I am so active it's hard to I mean my average during the contest was like 1400 calories mm-hmm. um and yeah I still like there's a clear pretty intense change from like my before and after picture not as intense as if I would have probably had a bigger deficit <laughs> but at that amount and obviously it's an average so I had days that were lower and other days that were higher but um that that plus all of my activity have been a really good sustainable way and that's the thing too for me like I used to get really I wanted to be at my goal now so mm. because of almost getting impatient I would self-sabotage and it, exactly. it was really weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then I would, like, actually prevent myself from moving forward. And so my mentality has been, it doesn't matter how long it needs to take, just keep going at a slow and steady pace, and you'll get there. But it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be right now. And, it, and I, I used to be like, by this date, I'll be there. And it was like, then it would make me anxious, and then I would start to stress eat because of it. And it was like totally backfiring and um so it was just in the contest just being like just be again consistent and just Mm -hmm. um allow it to happen in the timing that it needs to happen in the most sustainable and the most like well-rounded sort of way that I can do it for where I'm at and I think, yeah, what you said is, is exactly true. Like, I, I think I found it, and so I, I'm able to just continue it now. Yeah. that. Oh, my God. That is so I, – I love what you just said because that is so true and, and not setting a time limit for yourself because the biggest thing that I see people do is they sabotage themselves because they're too impatient. And mm-hmm. if you – like, even if you're in the contest, so you – I mean, you found a way – that is like such a winning strategy and you did it while you were doing the contest because that's, that's what's hard for a lot of people is because they're in the contest and they, they put this pressure on themselves while they're in the contest. Right. So for some people, the contest just doesn't work for them. But if you just do your normal thing and, and, and just not even look at the deadline as being anything, just you're going to take pictures at the beginning and the end and you're just going to do your thing. You're just going to do your mm-hmm. thing. And, you're, and you've, you did experience that failure at the beginning where you, right. um, you know, you go too low and you binge, and you know, binging is a huge key. The whole idea is to find the level 
that you need, and, and to not just be so stuck in the numbers and the, and, the, and stuck in a rut on thinking you have to eat at a certain level to make the success happen because there isn't a magic number. It's, it's whatever you can do to ward off the binge. You're doing right. just enough of a deficit to ward off the binge because if you go too mm-hmm. low, you're going to binge. And the biggest thing that I see people do wrong is they go low and they binge, they go low and they binge. And so that's why that's why the most important number is the maintenance number like you found. And mm-hmm. I, it makes me so happy that you listen to that because it's not really something that people learn unless they like go in the forum and, and start listening to what some other people, and I know I, I say it a lot, um, mm-hmm. is to do that, to find that, that, that balance. Oh, yeah. And I have did to, it. like, I'm so I proud did. of you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it, um, I, it's been interesting because as it's funny because people maybe that haven't seen me, even, like, recently I saw um, a lady at the gym who I haven't seen in a while, and she was like, oh, my gosh, you look so good. And mm. so it was cool. Like, she could, like, a lot of people can, are seeing a difference. Um, and so people are asking me or they're saying like, you know, they're speaking the despair and I instantly I'm like, you need to figure out, we need to figure out what your maintenance calories are and as long, you know, and I just kind of take them to that because for me that was the key. Mm-hmm. You can be, it's what you said, like we all know how to lose but we don't know how to maintain and we don't know what our limit is and so often like they say, you know, 2,000 calories is an average calorie for adults. And it's like, uh, that's 400 <laughs> calories more than what I need to eat. <laughs> it's way oh, too much. And, yeah, and I think, people, um, yeah, I think even, I, sorry to interrupt there, but I just want to say, I think um, people don't even realize that like John and Brad, I don't even, I think, they're lucky if they can eat 2,000 calories. So if we're, we're females, uh, it, it's like, no, 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 2,000 is, for most of us, unless you're, like, extremely tall, that's, that's going to be too much. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. So that, that has been helpful for me to then tell other people about it, too, and just um, and be like, for me, this was the key. <laughs> and right. oftentimes they're like, oh, I don't want to have to. And I'm like, well, you can then try to figure something out, but, like, I can tell you facts. <laughs> and if you right. want to hear them, let me tell you. If you don't want to hear them, then you can keep trying to, like, figure things out the way that you need to figure them out. <laughs> right. But it's so simple, right? It's so simple. Oh, it's yeah. Like, you know, you know how to help people. It's like it really is simple. It's just like tune all the emotions out and all the yeah. and then clean out all the fad stuff that you learned over the years and right. just focus on the amount of food. And of course you need enough protein and I mean you gotta find your right balance with all that stuff too. That's mm-hmm. that's a little more little more complicated but not quite as much as we made it out to be. And right. know, um so okay, so how old are you, Monica? I'm twenty seven. All right. I just think this is amazing because you are so young and you have your whole life ahead of you and you have a real opportunity to help people um, basically for the rest of your life. And yeah. um, 
where do you see, okay, you're a personal trainer now, and you've got some neat things going, and you've got some education and some certification. And so where do you see your life going with, um, with this, with your career, with this, helping people? Yeah, well, I mean, that's really what I want to do. I want to help people be able to, like, get to a place where they are healthy in every sense. So healthy emotionally, healthy in how they, like, see themselves and their, like, self-image and self-thoughts and, you know, and and physically and, like, you know, in every sense. So um, that's where I want to I wanna really start to get into a little bit more, I mean, with the personal training and stuff like that even, but mm-hmm. even with just friends and like and family, like I, my immediate family are all in the overweight slash obese sort of section, <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and like because of this, I've been able to start helping my sister, especially she's the one who's like been moving forward. And for me, that's one of the the coolest things. Like I want people to be able to experience life well and fully and not have things that they can actually control and change keep them from from like having a good life you know mm-hmm. and so i see i i don't necessarily have as many specifics that i feel like i'm i mean i am working at a, a couple of gyms and stuff like that so hopefully starting there but but yeah i i mean i know i am I still have so so many more years ahead of me, and um, I'm really curious to see where all of this is going to take me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, right now, all I want to do is be able to, I feel like I experience such good things and such freedom from so much junk that didn't need to be there. And mm-hmm. once I did that, I see any single person who's struggling with their weight or with um, getting stronger or whatever, and I see them with compassion and I see them with hope because I'm like, you can actually, like, change this and something really good can happen and I want to be a part of that. Like, helping people grow is one of my most favorite things ever. <laughs> and so... um yeah, just doing that in whatever way I can and with my family and with friends and with clients, like just be being a voice of of hope and encouragement and in like and perseverance, like don't quit, just keep keep trying. Like I wanna I wanna be that for, for them. Wow, I love that. I love that. I love um I love your enthusiasm on that. And um I think you should um Definitely keep pursuing that, and you should uh, you should set up a website and start writing about all this. Uh, set up a website and a blog, and uh, maybe get on Instagram and yeah. start posting some stuff because that's kind of the new way of uh, reaching yeah. out to people. Um, and it's like, and that's developing your personal brand. And I think you should just you should go for it. I'm like I like have tingles and chills just thinking about. <laughs> you and your life and where it's going to go because um, I think you're going to impact a lot of people. And I'm, yeah. I'm so excited for it. And you're so young <laughs> and it's like, I love that. I love that so much. So, oh my God, that's amazing. 
you pretty excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> and oh and God, I'm also excited it. too because in the past, like, you know, like the the Jillian Michaels or like those people, I would see them and I would be like, wow, you probably have to like, I don't know, live in a certain place or be a certain person or like go through all of this study or, you know, I didn't know. I, I There was just an assumption of like, I can't, I won't be able to be that. Like it's just mm-hmm. too far away. But with everything right. that I've experienced, there's this like reality of like, I actually can be a person who can, who can help others achieve their goals. And, and I've learned so much already that, um, yeah, I can share that. And hopefully it can help other people achieve their goals too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like that's, that's really neat. Um, that is really neat. So, I, you know, I think we're, we're almost ready to wrap up here. And we talked about your workouts. We talked about re- nutrition. We talked about your goals and where you're headed. And I'm super excited. Can you think of anything you want to add? Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought of something just now. What, yeah. Okay. Um, what advice would you give to new people right now getting on the program that just bought Venus and they're here listening to this podcast, what advice would you have for them? I would say um, don't give up and keep keep troubleshooting. I, For me, something that was really helpful was continuing to ask the question, why? So it's like, why do I keep overeating? Like, what are the reasons? And figuring that out and then be like, when you find the reasons, then you can change them or saying like, you know, oh, why am I binging right now? Oh, look, it's because I was too low in my calories earlier <laughs> in the week or like things like that. So just keep keep asking why, keep having hope that if you just stick to the process and let the time go by, that results will happen. Um, and don't don't get impatient. Like, let it take the time that it needs to take. And in the process, just really love yourself. Like, don't get frustrated. Just be actually very accepting and very loving to yourself because that is actually going to help you get to your goals instead of beating yourself up for things that, like, we're all human and we will experience them. So... Just have grace with yourself. Be willing to fail because failing isn't failing. It's just learning. So when you learn, you can adjust as you need. So just keep going and keep keep persevering. That's probably what I would say. <laughs> oh, my God. That is amazing. I couldn't have answered it any better than that. That was so perfect. So let's just leave it at that. That is, like, that is a cool. beautiful note to leave it at. And so... I hope you enjoyed this um, interview with Monica. And please look at her pictures and read her story. And um, for The Venus Factor, this is Roberta, and we will see you next time.